I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State and Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Okay, here we are. It is Tuesday. February 6th in the year of our Lord, 2018. Thank you for tuning in. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, and you are listening to Mortgage Matters. You know, we've had pretty rough 24 hours, pretty rough 48 hours in the uh, market, and uh, a lot of things happening, a lot of things going on. Bond market is... Gone soared yesterday and then plummeted today. Uh, the stock market plummeted yesterday and kind of came back in a positive territory today. We have a new Fed chairman. So a lot of this stuff I'm going to go over today. Uh, but before I get going, let me in, let me uh, just announce that I guess we're podcasting now, right? Richard, we're on podcast. And what's the name of that? SoundCloud Mortgage Mortgage Matters, and listen to me, Guy Rivera, or Hugo Mendez, regarding reverse mortgages, which I have to tell you, those reverse mortgages, they have been helping a lot of people. How can Henry Winkler and Tom Selleck go wrong? I mean, come on. you got the Fonz, and you've got Magnum telling you that these things are good mortgages, and they are. Because they help a lot of people. When I started this show going on four years ago, man, that's a long time. I, I, I didn't expect to go this long. I expected my ratings to plummet for them to cancel my show. But no, my ratings soared. I have more sponsors that pay me absolutely nothing to be on this show. But I'm here bringing the mortgage news to you. And when I started this show, I said, hey, I'm going to bring as much about real estate transactions pertaining to mortgages and all of the, you know, all the facets of the real estate transaction, all the players in the real estate transactions, your, from your loan originator to your realtor to your title people, your inspections, your appraisers, your home inspectors, I mean, everything that you want to know, you can find out listening to this show, hopefully, and hopefully I have done my job bringing, bringing that information to you. One of the first tidbits of information that I have to give is my is my NMLS number. My NMLS number five seven six six two. My BRE number is zero one two two zero four zero three. My parent company is American Pacific Mortgage. Their NMLS number is one eight five zero. Their BRE number is zero one two one five nine four three. American Pacific Mortgage is a great company. I enjoy being with them. I'm real honored to be with them. They they take care of me. At least they try to. 
I can be a pain in the butt sometimes. But, hey, uh, that's just the way it is. I fight for my clients. I fight for their rights. You know, again, at the beginning of this show, you heard that mortgage lending, mortgage financing is not rocket science. It's not, but it's serious business. Best left to the experienced, to the stable, and to the honest individuals out there that choose to make this their living, that choose to make their living by doing great things for good people. And that's what we do at American Pacific Mortgage, Guarantee Mortgage, Santa Barbara. We're located at 1736 State Street. Now, here's something. Our building at 1736 State Street is a historic building, a Presidio historic building designated and we've been there. Victoria and I opened up that office almost 18 year, years ago, 17 years ago, whatever it was. It's, it's a long time. I mean, you got to admit, it's a long time, and it is an eternity in our industry. Hell, I remember um, somebody opening up a mortgage company directly across the street from me, and they were closed six months later. Another one opened up one block away, straight up on the other side, and they were closed a year later. Um, Kelly has stayed in business because she's really good, she's honest, and she's stable, and she's smart. So those are the type of people that you want to to be associated with in this business. And I'm and I'm proud to say that I'm associated with her. I'm associated with a few other mortgage professionals here in Santa Barbara, and we are all. Our ships are all sailing in the same direction to do great things for good people. And if your mortgage lender is not of that attitude, get up and run away because you don't need to deal with that person. Let's 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 talk about some rates. I'm going to give you a couple of rates now. Then I'm going to give you a few more, and then I'm going to recap them. I'm going to talk about the market, but. I'm also going to talk about what's going on in Santa Barbara in general regarding the uh, ZIR, the Zoning Information Report, Zoning Inspection Report. There's been a lawsuit filed, that's public knowledge, by the Santa Barbara Association of Realtors. Unconstitutional uh, entry without warrant. And... It opens up a can of worms for a lot of people that that are refusing to do it, don't want to do it, that are taking the limited drive-by. But the the association is taking, and I'm not speaking on part of the association by all means. I'm a member of the association, so I know what's going on. And you can go to the association website and find out what's going on. What's going on with the city is 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 just not right. You know, those guys, our city taxes, our taxes here, the money that we pay, our city, is being outsourced to attorneys to fight the lawsuit that the association has filed against the city. Let me say that again. The city of Santa Barbara is paying tax dollars to outsource legal fees regarding the lawsuit that the association has brought upon. Now, that's just not right. 
It's not right what the city's doing, first of all, but it's not right spending tax dollars on a lawsuit that we don't think that they're going to win. And this is public knowledge. You can go to the city website. You can go down and look at their expenditures and see how they're spending our money. I mean, I was pissed off when they spent $100,000 a piece on each one of those trash cans up and down the street years ago. That was horrible. I was pissed off when they were spending a hundred or 250000 on bathrooms that, hey, they're not even nice bathrooms, public restrooms that those guys have done. I've seen some nice public restrooms like Solvang, really, really nice. They didn't spend that much money. Let's get a handle on it. Let's, let's, let's you know, it's just one of those big black dark holes that... <clears throat> Some city officials feel that they can just keep chucking money down and think that it's the right thing to do. And then they start calling people right-wingers at the uh, at the council meetings. And I know. I saw it. I saw it. City attorney said, well, they've hired some right-wing attorney, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's just not right to politicize things like this. Let's just take care of business, do the right thing for people, get things done. And live happily ever after. Can't we all just get along? So Richard's given me that index finger. And I say index finger because John Tyne was on this show three weeks ago. And he uh, told me that's what I should say. So um, so I'm taking, I'm taking his lead. I'm taking his advice, John. We're going to take a quick commercial break. But before we do, this show is rebroadcast on Tuesday evenings, 10 p.m., Sundays at noon. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You are correct, sir. Okay, we are back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. we got a couple of things covered today. It's been a busy couple of days. Um, obviously, everybody knows the big news, big sell-off yesterday in the stock market, down 1,200 points, somewhere around there. It hit correction and hit the correction environment today. Um, everybody knows correction in the stock market is 10%. It hit that, but it pulled back from it. It's all about the inflation right now, both stocks and bonds. They both took it in the chin after Friday's jobs report saw a higher-than-expected rise in wages. This came on the heel of Wednesday's Fed meeting, where the Fed said that inflation could move higher in the next year, seeing bonds lose a ton of pricing despite the 700-point loss in the Dow. is a prime example that regardless of whatever is going on that can help bonds, if inflation goes higher, rates are going higher, period. Let me say that again. Inflation goes higher, rates are going higher, and people, rates are still great right now. I don't care what anybody says. Rates are still great. If you have an opportunity to acquire a property, do it. So you're not going to get 4%. You might get 4.5%. Look at the mathematics on that. If you are looking at, well, my God, this is uh, $60 or $75 or $80 higher a month, then maybe you should continue to, I don't know, rent. 
because the acquisition, the equity position that you're going to, and plus the the tax benefits all the way around are much better than not owning. If you're thinking about owning a property, take a look. Take a look at what's right for you. Take a look on how to make a mortgage work for you. Take a look at what you are comfortable with. If you're not comfortable with that extra $100 a month, that's okay. But you need to be informed all the way around on how that mortgage is going to work for you. Not just today, but 60 months from now, 120 months from now. That's how you gauge and gear mortgages. And if, in fact, um, $100 a month is going to hurt you, then you got to look at other avenues. Got to look at how you're placing yourself and where you're going to place this mortgage and how you're going to place it. So, for instance, is this going to be your long-term forever, I'm going to die in this place house? Or is it going to be a stepping stone? Because if it's a stepping stone, then you have other options. If you want to acquire as much equity as possible, then there's a way to go about it. And if you want to know about that, give me a call. 687-6282. I'm at extension 13. Or you can call in the show, 564-1290. But explore. Just don't get scared of that $70 or $80 a month more and say over 30 years. Man, that's a lot of money because chances are you're not going to keep a mortgage 30 years. Matter of fact, you pick out 50 people and ask them, do you have a mortgage? Yes. How long have you had that mortgage? And I can guarantee not one will say, well, I'm going on my 29th year. I'm about to pay that thing off. That just doesn't happen. Mortgages are tools that you use at your leisure, at your pleasure. Mortgages serve at your pleasure. And they serve the way you want them to serve you. I can help you achieve that. So getting back to the news, stocks are down again and sharply so as inflation brings higher rates and rates hurt corporate borrowing. A sell-off in stocks was overdue. A sell-off in stocks was overdue. Yeah, I think so. The only surprise for us uh, that didn't happen sooner is worth noting that we do not see a 3% 10-year note as something that will hurt us, hurt this growing economy. So, this is interesting. If you want to gauge where rates are going right now, a lot of people will say something different, but this is how I gauge it. That 10-year treasury on CNBC, you see it flipping around. You see the 5, 10, and 30-year treasury there. Two-year, 10-year, 30-year. Look at the 10-year. Right now, it's at 2.76, somewhere around there. Yesterday, it was 2.85. Today, again, down to 2.76, which was huge move. It's probably one of the largest moves ever. I think I got some. I think I got something on that here that I'll get to. But it was a huge move. You see that treasury yield going up, your rates are going up. You see it going down, then your rates are going to go down. Theoretically, that's how, that's you know, the, historically, immediate, the immediate historic results of that have been that goes up, your rates are going up. That goes down, your rates are going down. If inflation goes up, that's definitely going up, and rates will definitely go up. But I'm not scared of that. 
I started my career 23, 24 years ago, and we were getting, you know, I was closing deals at 8.5%, 9%. A lot of people I talk to that are much older than I am, you know, they were 16, 17%, 15% interest rates. You know, 5% rates were great at the time. I remember when 5, oh my God, 5%, 5.5%, that was the target, man. That was great target. Might be again. So that's why I'm not bothered because I've been there. I've done that. And then it's all relative on dollar amounts. How are you going to, how are you going to offset that dollar amount? Well, there's a lot of different options. There's some great options out there. If you want the stability of a fixed rate, you got it. We have it. It's out there, and they're easy to obtain. You just got to deal with the right mortgage lender. You got to deal with the right experienced mortgage lender. Let's continue on because there's some good stuff here uh, that's going on this week. Uh, <clears throat> Jerome Powell will be sw was sworn in yesterday as the Federal Reserve's 16th chairman. Don't see any glaring differences taking place under new regime from former Fed Chair Yellen. That means he's not going to do much different. Maybe, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Only time will tell. Um, but fact of the matter is it's a tough job. The economy, if it does good, you know, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to reap the benefits. If it does bad, he's going to reap a whole lot more than benefits. I'll tell you that much. So, um, there's a lot to that job that nobody really wants, but hey, it's there. Somebody's got to do it. And uh, Jerome Powell seems to be the guy that uh, is going to be taking the heat for quite some time. <clears throat> Mortgage bonds, uh, they were they were lower today um, after yesterday's one-day rally, after such a crazy day in stocks and bonds. Today, we try and break things down a bit so that you can share. 2017 experienced record low volatility and complacency in the bond market. Uh, low volatility is usually followed by the opposite. Low volatility is usually f followed by the opposite. So we're about to have some swings. We're about to have some chicken little skies falling here. And that's just the way it is. Get used to it. A lot of you that are looking to buy properties, don't stop. Keep going. You're going to hit it at the right time. You're going to find the right property at the right price, and the right rate is going to be there to make you feel comfortable if you're dealing with an experienced mortgage lender. The pickup in volatility is just sparked by the exaggerated moves in the stock market. So we had a 100 basis point move, 114 basis point move in the bond market yesterday. Unheard of. That thing that that was um, that was staggering. That incredible pickup is being uh, that was just it was mind-boggling. Haven't seen that for a very very long time. 
First, remember uh, what was once resistance becomes support and vice versa. The 10-year yield for four-plus years was capped by the line in the sand resistance at 2.62. That was good money, 2.62, 10-year. It was capped there. Hadn't seen anything be, uh, above that. Santelli, Rick Santelli in the bond pit thought 2.65. It was going to cap there. But, you know... Yesterday it was at 2.74 and then 2.84, so that was pretty, pretty incredible. Mortgage bonds have been on a grueling down escalator for the past couple of months, and even yesterday's incredible spike higher could not help prices step off the downtrend. Yesterday's rally stopped dead at a resistance at the previous step on the down escalator. Today's pullback in prices show this, that ceiling is in place, so... We've got some things to work out in the bond market, but you know that's in the in the very very big picture. I want to deal with your immediate picture here. I want to deal with what the rates are for you, how this translates into everyday, day to day, month to month check writing that mortgage payment and how it's going to work for you. We're going to talk about that and some other stuff that I attended today at the Association of Realtors. Um, when we come back, this is Guy Rivera. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. It's Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. And we were just talking about what moves rates. So let's talk about rates. 30-year fix conforming to 453,100. You're at four and a quarter percent APR, 4.287. 30-year high balance still Santa Barbara County is 625,500. You're at four and three-eighths. That's good money. 30-year fix jumbo to $3 million, four and a half percent. Come on. Four and a half percent to borrow $3 million. Give me a break. That's good money. Uh, the APR in that is two point uh, four point uh, four four nine. High balance is four point three nine nine. Five year fixed jumbo to three million is three point eight seven five percent with a three point nine nine eight APR. And we have a seven and ten year, but I, the APR doesn't look right, so I'm not going to quote them. Look. Interest rates are only part of the deal here when it comes to maneuvering around a great transaction. You want to feel you want to feel comfortable moving forward, you need to feel comfortable getting the job done. Let me tell you about a great transaction that we are closing this week. Um, people were short money to finish their house, just the landscape, and they've got a pretty good loan, but it's an adjustable rate mortgage. They have a 6.5% rate on a mortgage that is somewhere else. So they've pulled money out of their home. So between the two mortgages that they have right now, their, their blended rate is much higher. So what we've done is we've pulled money out of their primary residence to pay down their income property to reduce that global liability for them, that portion of their global liability. We pulled money out of their primary residence to finish their 
projects at the house. We've reduced their global liability all the way around. And they took a little higher rate on their primary residence than their current. Why? Because it made sense. Because their other was a was an adjustable rate mortgage tied to the prime, and that thing's going to start going up all indicators. It was tied to the LIBOR, and that thing has gone up all indicators. So they've taken a higher rate, but it worked. They put that mortgage to work for them. It was a cash-out refinance, and they're happy. Because when all is said and done, everything is done, their, their, their investment property is paid down, chunk of change in the bank. They've got a great loan on their primary residence. We took a look at the full profile. I made my recommendations. They saw that it worked, even though it was a higher rate. Hey, you know, the best rate isn't always the best loan for you. What I mean by that is if you want to go into one of these intermediate arms, make it work. But this was their retirement home. They're done with those intermediate arms. So that best rate for them wasn't the best loan. I could have gotten them under 4%, but it wasn't what they wanted on long-term basis. It would have just put them back into where they are at today. And it didn't work for them. So we sat down, found out what their goals were, what their plans are for the house, how we can improve their overall global debt servicing, put cash in the bank for them, for the kids' retirement, and it worked out really good. I mean, it really worked out great, and I'm really proud uh, to push that funding button um, whenever it's funding this week sometime. So with that being said, let me just say that again, because it doesn't make sense to anybody. The best rate is not always the best loan for you. Okay, if you need more than that, call me at the office, 687-6282. I'll explain it to you. I'm paying a little bit higher in rate, but it's it fits within their plans. The payment's, you know, palatable. It's good. It's, it's a great thing. And um, if rates improve, if rates go down a little bit, then they know, you know, they can always redo it. Because they're not paying a whole bunch of money for this loan, guarantee mortgage, because uh, she's part of the Coastal Housing Partnership where they get uh, discounts for um, appraisal, processing, credit report. If you work for a big corporation, Raytheon, uh, UCSB, Cottage Hospital, you're part of the Coastal Housing Partnership. Look us up. Look it up. There's great benefits. We give those to our first responders as well. Our first responders, our STAR program, police, firefighters, those guys all get discounted fees. Just because. Just because I want them racing to my house real quick when I need them, that's for sure. So let me tell you about today. Today was a heck of a day. Got up early, ran out, was at the office at 6.30, had to prepare for this really, really cool uh, luncheon that we were having. Actually, I went to a board meeting this morning, then a luncheon, then my show, and uh, here we are. But let me tell you something. 
What I did for lunch was pretty darn cool. I was able to host a panel for our tips and tastes. It is uh, it's in the Santa Barbara Association of Realtors thing, but most of the affiliates pay for it, um, which I'm trying to change that. So let me tell you who was on our panel today. Okay, our panel was um, this guy here. Now, this guy's pretty, pretty darn cool. Robert Curtis. First, let me preface this by saying that um, uh, this panel was to address some issues post-disaster, post-insurance, how to deal with your insurance companies. <laughs> and we had three attorneys on this panel. Three really, really, really smart attorneys on this panel. Now, usually when I'm in a room, I figure like I'm, you know, eight out of ten times I'm the smartest guy in the room. I didn't, no way, uh-uh. These guys, they were on their game. They're on their game, and they're really smart guys. Um, I'm going to introduce them when we come back. We're going to take another quick commercial break, but you don't, you're not going to want to miss this. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. I was just thrown for a loop from one of my vendors, but um, I was talking about these three really, really smart attorneys that were on our panel today, and they went over a couple of things, um, efficient, proximate cause, tenants' rights, Lawsuit against Edison, bad faith denial. I mean, there's so much that they went over that um, he, I'm not going to be able to get over it. Uh, not going to be able to get to all of it today, but I just want to read you some of these guys' bios here. Robert Curtis is a partner in the Santa Barbara-based law firm of Foley, Basic, Bale, and Curtis practices in the areas of mass torts, class actions, complex business litigation, and real estate litigation. Over the last 18 years, Robert has litigated cases which has resulted in $400 million in settlements and verdicts against some of the biggest companies in the country. Robert has achieved the rating of AV preeminent. Uh, pre from Martindale Hubble, it has also been recognized as a rising star in 2008 through 2014 editions of the Super Lawyers publication and was named a Super Lawyer in 2016 and 17. Robert has several substantial jury verdicts, including 12th largest jury verdict in California and the 54th largest verdict in the entire United States. Robert's firm filed the first two lawsuits that were filed on behalf of the victims of the Montecito mudslides and represents numerous mudslide victims with personal injuries and complete home losses. So Robert was talking about um, oh, the lawsuit against Edison and the Montecito Water District. 
He said something very, very interesting during the panel. He said a lot of people don't want to sue the Montecito Water District. Those Montecito residents, some of them do not want to, although there's, you know, they're, they're probing, obviously, because 900 million gallons or whatever it was, 90 million gallons of water as opposed to the 600 million gallons that fell uh, how much did that cause for the 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 you know the the slide mudslides the ground movement unknown but that Montecito Montecito residents are a very tight knit community as they should be and that's a beautiful thing Santa Barbara's a tight knit community as well and uh, we all come together, and it's a it's a really great thing to see a lot of people coming together, which which the way we are, and a lot of the different cash mob things that are going on, and you know just a lot of come together. Let me help you, help thy neighbor, help help you, help my friend. I'm gonna I don't know you, but I'm gonna help you anyway, kind of thing. We association had buttons on their website where you know helping out our, our fellow realtors, free rentals, you know, people in need. Um, just a great way to reach out. But getting back to this, to what Robert was talking about today, the lawsuit against Edison and Montecito. So they filed suit. They were some of the first ones. Um, they've uh, just been, they've just been, um, interviewing people and going through the, you know, the first steps, the first phase of some of these suits to uh, to help in addition to some of the insurance claims that are not being, um, you know, sup- uh, that are, are supplement. It was very interesting to what he had to say. Um, if you were there, you got a lot. If you weren't, you missed a lot. And, um, and it was just a great... You know, it was, it was greatly attended. Great substance, got great feedback. It was it was great all the way around. So, our second panelist, James Sweeney, partner. James Sweeney is a partner in Allen and Kimball. His civil litigation practices include real property, trusts, and estate and business disputes. He is experienced in trials, arbitrations, and appeals but is often able to resolve conflicts through negotiation or mediation. James attended UCLA School of Law, has a bachelor's degree in philosophy from Point Loma Nazarene University. He completed law school at UCLA and joined the bar in 1999 after serving as articles editor for the Law Review and is a judicial ex- extern on Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Current member of former director of Santa Barbara County Bar Association, past editor of the Santa Barbara Lawyer Magazine. He has also been a member of the American Inns of Court, an institution dedicated to advancing professionalism. and working with realtors, James focuses on providing the knowledge, insight, and solutions needed to resolve the party's concerns James was talking, his, his point was um, uh, tenants' rights, bad, oh, bad faith denials of coverage. What are they? 
what the repercussions for the insurance carriers are. Now, he was a very interesting guy. James was an extremely interesting guy. That guy was just quoting insurance policies off the top of his head. I mean, he was section this, section that. It's like he knew every insurance policy because he's gone through them. And um, you wouldn't want to be on the other side of the table of that guy. I'm sure of it. But he, this is a second nature to him. He's dealing with insurance companies. Um, he had some great advice. I'm not going to say it here, but he had some great advice uh, for people that have, you know, all kinds of claims, not just the mudslide, but everything. I mean, he was just pulling stuff out of the air that he knew, and you knew it to be true because, you know, when somebody talks about something they've been through, they've lived it, they know it. Well, this guy, it just click, 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 and um, it was he was just a it was just a treat to to watch him to watch him uh, talk about exactly what he was what he knows what he's an expert in. It's just like watching a pro golfer, you know, taking that swing and nailing that ball. Three, four hundred yards, two hundred and fifty, three hundred yards out, straight as an arrow. This that's how this guy was talking. He was great to listen to. Fascinating. James Sweeney. You can find him at Allen and Kimball. And uh, don't forget Robert Curtis, Foley, Bezik, Bale, and Curtis. You can look them up. I don't have their uh contact information here but call me at the office I can shoot you an email give you their contact information there and the um, the homegrown guy that we all know and love John Tyne John Tyne I've said his resume over this over this uh, show because I had him on three weeks ago he's just a smart guy all the way around John Tyne he's smart um I'm only, I've read his resume before. I've read his bio. He's been president of everything. But here's the thing that's most cool about what John put on here. It makes him human. As an attorney, he's human. Most importantly, he's the lucky husband of Alessa, Alessa Tyne, a successful Santa Barbara realtor. So that's all I'm going to say about John Tyne because we know John Tyne. Goodwin and Tyne. He is um, CEO and co-founder of Goodwin and Tyne Properties, commercial and residential real estate brokerage. John has been a professor of law. The guy's a professor of law at Santa Barbara and Ventura College of Law. He has taught civil procedures, remedies, workers' compensation, and document drafting. You know, he's been recognized all over. I mean, John Tyne's just one, one bright guy, a super nice guy. And, you know, for an attorney, he's kind of a kind of a human guy. So um, John Tyne's contribution to the to the talk was uh, efficient proxim- uh, proximate cause. California's rule that nothing withstanding the actual cause of damages, in many cases, mud flow, the loss will be covered if an insured peril like fire is the efficient proximate cause of the damages. We're asking all parties to file fire claims, not flood claims. That was the most important. That was the most interesting thing of his talk. And he was talking about it here three weeks ago where, um, you know, insurance policies, 
with all of their verbiage, this is excluded, this is not a covered peril, this is not a covered, but let me tell you something. That is, don't take your insurance company's word for it. Go see an expert. Call one of these guys. Make sure if you're about to do an insurance claim on whatever, that you're doing the right thing. Because the insurance companies will want to keep their money as opposed to, some will want to keep their money as opposed to give it to you. Others will open up the doors for you. It just depends on who you're dealing with, how you're dealing with them, and it's always how you're dealing with another person. So um, Richard is giving me that finger. We're going to take another quick commercial break. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. Man, what a day. What a day. Richard just got a piece of how I operate. I'm talking to some lenders. We're negotiating on behalf of a client of mine. He sees how I go to bat. Richard, I mean, come on. Did You, you saw that in action, right? Between well, commercial, you see how I go to bat for my clients? You know, that's the experience that comes with being in this business for so, so long. So there's a lot going on. I, I don't think that I really actually um, talking about, I, I don't think I really actually finished up on the uh, association filing lawsuit against the city and the uh, ZIR, but they, the city has, I ended up with the city paying out, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand so far on this lawsuit. You should go to the city website expenditures i think you can pull that up i'm not sure but i think you can they should be transparent on that and um see how much money they actually throw down a a dark hole um for for nothing for and um so they filed the city filed a demur and um that's going to be looked at on the 22nd i believe of February, it's going to go to uh, in front of a judge and see if it is um, coherent enough to move forward and be heard in a court of law. I think it will be. So does everybody else in the association. And but you never can tell. You know, is it good for the city to move forward with this? It's great for our community. It's great for our clients. It's great for people that want to buy and sell without having Big Brother put a scope down your throat and look everywhere um, where they shouldn't really have to and then hold you hostage to that. It's just a horrible thing that the city does sometimes. But all cities are like that, you know, except the cities in Never Never Land where... People live happily ever after. So we got about two more minutes here, and uh, I just want to wind up and say that we had a great day at the association today. Rates are great. Deal with somebody that knows what they're doing. Go to NMLS Consumer. Look up any of your contacts as far as mortgage originators. 
<clears throat> you can look them up, make sure that they've been good boys or girls, make sure that they haven't had any infractions on their license, make sure that they've been with the same company for a long time, haven't done the jumping bean thing around to different companies, because that's never a good idea. If you have a loan agent that's been jumping around to, you know, five or six different companies in the past 10 years, there's a, there's, there's a problem there. I'm sure it's with the company, right? But there is certainly a problem, and you can figure that out yourself. Same thing with the realtors. There's some great real estate agents out there, but go and check them all on the BRE website. <clears throat> you don't want to deal with a, an agent that has um, infractions on their license. Doesn't matter what type they are. If they're not taking care of business there, they're not going to be taking care of business here. That's just the way it is. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll see you next week. and moving that was a tasteful and moving program mr rivera